That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a couple hundred times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. I'm James Dempsey, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review? And what's your email inbox looking like? Hey, James. Uh, I have done my weekly review, and my email bu- Box is not looking too bad. I am right now at 47 unopened or unanswered messages, and I should be able to clear that out with a quick pass through Maelstrom. Excellent. And I'm doing all right myself. Um, My weekly review happened in full on Monday, and it felt good to finally get a, a full one done. Um, so I'm about to do another one. And uh, my inbox is at 22 at the moment. Wow. Yeah, a bunch of stuff came in. I was doing some errands this morning. But um, we'll, we'll get through them. And um, today's show, as we're coming uh, into the, the heart of the holiday season, um, we thought we'd do a uh, kind of a holiday grab bag, just a, a variety of topics that spring to mind. Um, and I think, Jean, you had something about wrapping gifts. I did, actually. Um, I, I, it is a very holiday item for the holiday grab bag. And I recently watched a tutorial on gift wrapping by none other than David Sparks, the host of Mac Power Users, and one of my inspirations in getting things done and OmniFocus. He has also written and made a lot of videos about OmniFocus. So I was surprised one day to see an email saying like, hey, I just did a new tutorial, um, and it's free, and it's about how to wrap gifts. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I'd like to watch that. So uh, I highly recommend it. It's, it is free. You, you have to create an account in the, um, I forget what it's called, but the, the platform that David uses to distribute his videos on things like OmniFocus is also, it's the same platform. And you um, can just watch it. It's about, it's two parts, actually. <laughs> There's getting started with gift wrapping, and then there's actually gift wrapping. And I just thought it was very interesting, one, because I did not know that David was a gift wrapping guru. (laughs) And (laughs) it's just always fun to find out an interesting tidbit about people you know. But two, I think that even if you don't want to go to the lengths that David does to make your gift wrapping look super, super sweet, like clean and, and um, I don't know what the word is, but for example, his gift wrap, his ideal of gift wrapping is that no tape should be showing. Okay. So that is something I never thought about before. However, even if you want, don't want to go to that length, you probably will appreciate the fact that he approaches this with um, a method and 
And also part of that method is have the right tools. Mm -hmm. And it's something that, you know, it's, I think we all kind of know that, that, you know, the right tools, even if they're expensive, pay for themselves because they make your work a lot easier. And this definitely holds true in the realm of gift wrapping. Uh, he said he's got a pair of scissors. I don't know how expensive they are. I haven't gone in to all of the links to the um, to these items. But he said, I love these scissors so much, I hide them from my family. <laughs> Because, yeah, if you have something really good, you yes. want people to not mess it up. Absolutely. Especially if it's, yeah, pricey and valuable. Uh, and a, a thing that I did not know existed is that, you know how, like, when you wrap packages with these tape guns, you know, that make it easy to to roll out packing tape to package mm-hmm. things up? Well, that kind of tool also exists for tape for tape for for gift wrapping and especially if you're dealing with two-sided tape which is part of David's recipe for perfection you need that tool to roll out the tape um, if you want to do it like easily and cleanly so it just reminded me that even if I don't want to go to this extent I do appreciate the fact that it's worth it to pay for the tools that work Absolutely. So does it give you some help? Because for me, my standard of competence, which I have not yet achieved with gift wrapping, is like if you start with a square box, mm-hmm. that when you're done, like it's you should basically have a square package, <laughs> like without like weird corners and things. Like mine, mine never come out right. Yeah. I always feel kind of like, like Charlie Brown in that. Halloween special where he cut all the eye holes in his yeah <laughs> in his ghost costume yeah. like I always mine always seem to come out wrong yeah will this help me to improve just my basic wrapping skills yes I believe it will um and part of it is you know cutting the paper well number one is using the right paper um so paper that will actually hold those corners that you want to have on your gifts and also using the right scissors to cut things, you know, at 90 degree angles uh, so that they, when you wrap them, they work out. And so, yes, I think you, you would appreciate it and it might help you up your game as well. Well, yes, because I have very little gift wrapping game. (laughs) Um, And let's see. So, I reach into the grab bag, what can I pull out? Um, I was thinking, um, again, it being sort of the end of the year, this is the time of year where there's always the, you know, remember these top 10 whatevers from 2018. <laughs> and so we're, we're getting to the point where the internet will be full of those. Um, but I was also thinking that, um, either going back through your calendar or going mm-hmm. back through the completed items in your trusted system. Um, it's not necessarily a bad time to take a little time to just think back on kind of your your own personal, like, top 10 things that you finally got done this year that you've been wanting to do or your top 10 accomplishments, trips, 
smiles and f- times you had with a friend or something like that. Um, it's a it's a very good time to reflect. And one of the things we don't really often talk about with our trusted systems is that since you've recorded so much over the year, you can go back and take a look and and see. And sometimes you're just astonished by, like you've forgotten just how many things you've managed to get done throughout the course of the year. Yeah, I I highly recommend this because it is so easy to focus on what we haven't gotten done. That is kind of the raison d'etre of getting things done is looking at what needs to be done. But by that same token, we have accomplished a lot. And I know for myself, I had a moment earlier this fall where somebody had posed the question like, you know, name something you've accomplished. And for a moment, I couldn't think of anything, which is really, you know, on the face of it doesn't really make sense. But you you just feel that way, right? You feel like all I can think about is what I haven't accomplished. And I gave it some thought and then realized, well, I have certainly put out a lot of podcasts this year. I wonder mm-hmm. how many I have. So between this podcast and um, the Orphan Black podcast that I do on The Incomparable called Sestracast and Micro Monday, which is a weekly podcast for the micro.blog community, it is a lot of podcasts. <laughs> and I hadn't really been keeping track that way, but I, I looked back and and added them up and thought, wow, especially if you count some of the short ones I've done. <laughs> about guinea pigs and such that it adds up to like over a hundred podcasts this year. That's kind of crazy, but it's verifiable, empirically verifiable. Absolutely. Absolutely true. And um, yeah, and this year as kind of, as I look back, there's um, certainly the, the kind of the sadness of my father passing away Mm -hmm. in the, in the spring um, but then all kind of the wonderful memories in seeing people, um, both at, uh, his wake and funeral, um, mm-hmm. back in New Jersey, but then over the summer up in Canada, we did a memorial at, uh, at the old house where he was born. Um, so that was kind of a very sad part, but also a very special part of this year. Um, and yeah, I'd say that 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 was kind of the major event. But then my sister threw me an amazing surprise birthday party for my fiftieth, mm-hmm. which was just very enjoyable. That was that was a fantastic time. And um, yeah, I only I've only done one podcast this year. <laughs> <Gene>. <laughs> And you know all about it because you're the co-host. Yeah. Um, but you got me into podcasting. Yeah. And um, it's something I had wanted to try. So it's been – that's been kind of a fantastic thing. And then there are just um, – there are a few items that have just kind of been some – like a few lingering pieces of administrivia that I've needed to wrap up. And I've managed to – wrap those up before the end of the year. So um, just not in any, not giant 
things, but closing a lot of little loops Mm -hmm. or medium-sized loops this year, Mm -hmm. which make it easy easier on your brain and happy to move forward into the next year, knowing that those things are now they're closed, they're done, they're off your plate. Um, as opposed to having a couple of things dangling here and there that still need to get done. Yeah. So, so this is an OmniFocus. You went in and looked at, how did you, um, how did you do your review that way? Well, there is a, um, there is a, um, whatchamacallit, a view called completed. Mm-hmm which shows you all of the actions that you've completed. But then also, if you have not archived them, you can go to projects and you can show all projects and it will show you, you'll see on the side, it'll show you all of the ones that have a little check mark next to them because you've completed them. Or alternately, and I haven't done this, but... I believe you could also create, if you have uh, OmniFocus Pro, a custom perspective that should show you all completed projects. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I think that is important for a list, um, sorry, for a software um, that manages your tasks to show you what has been done because otherwise it just feels like you're treading water. (laughs) It's true when really you'll see, at least for me, I'll see something and say, oh, like, oh, before I got that done, life was not it, like life was a little bit worse. (laughs) Like, I'm so glad that I got that finished. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that I got that other, oh, life's a little better since I got that thing done. So, um, It also, at least for me, helps me like remind me that, yes, I have been making progress on things. Because some days you look at your list and you're like, I never get anything done. But that's not true. <laughs> um, oh, I'd say the other thing is that it also does give you a chance to think. It also spurs your memory as to um, thinking about, like, oh, how did this year go? And... Are there things, as I see the pattern of what I did this past year, are there things that I might want to try to do a little differently in the new year? Mm-hmm. Although that's not a resolution. <laughs> That'll be a topic of a future show. Yes. <laughs> that's true. Well, let's see. Pull something else out of the grab bag. And... One thing that I have done this year, which I'm feeling pretty good about, is um, talking to the rest of the adults in my family and agreeing that we are not going to exchange presents this year. Mm. Uh, We don't usually exchange a bunch of presents, but it sort of depends. Like We're definitely a family where present exchanging is can be nice and it happens not always you know on a specified day and there's not a lot of stress if you miss somebody's birthday or whatever they don't hate you forever you know they we we don't we don't stress too much about it but i just feel like during this season with all the shopping that's going on and already we are 
all we know we're all going to buy gifts for our next generation <laughs> kids mm-hmm. you know the 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 niece and nephews and it just feels like it's an extra burden to uh do shopping and gifting for adults who we're really all okay with not getting a lot of stuff. We would like to get less stuff. And so um, if I could think of something clever that we could all do for each other, we in the past we've done Secret Santa so, just because mm-hmm. we wouldn't end up giving so many gifts to other adults um, feeling like, you know, everybody's obligated to give everybody a gift. But this year – I thought even that secret Santa is a little bit much. Um, we, and, and I feel okay with that. I feel like that's like the correct, um, for our family, for where we all are right now, which is kind of feeling busy and not wanting to do a lot of shopping and not wanting to order a bunch of stuff from Amazon either. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready to not use so much Amazon um, for everything. So, so yeah, I think, you know, it's one of those things that just depends on even in our family, some years it's, it, we do more gift giving, but I thought if we could all be on the same page about it and just say, let's just focus our energy on the kids and, um, and on making uh, family get togethers memorable you know with food and Mm -hmm. and it's not like we don't do anything for each other we just don't need it doesn't need to be wrapped up in a gift (laughs) so so that's new for us yes definitely the well the idea of experiences other as opposed to things Mm -hmm. um and yeah a, a nice family gathering probably has or potentially has much much more in the way of long-term kind of memories than any particular gift you could give somebody for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah. Um, especially when you're not a kid, right? Right. Like that, that toy you've been wanting all year might be very exciting, but <laughs> as an adult, you know, like like a sweater or something, might not be so memorable. Yeah. Unless it's a very special sweater. Yeah. Um, somebody knit it themselves, that's very different. Um well, and just in terms of holiday plans, I'm going to be heading east to the East Coast to uh, spend it with my sister. And uh, and how about you? Um, I will be ahead it on the day of Christmas. I, I take a train to Seattle, and I'll be there for three days. That's where my very good friends um, long, you know, since college – that's where they live and their daughter lives. And my family, um, <clears throat> sometimes they're here for Christmas, but because they are all like my sister and my brother, you know, with both being married and having kids, like they have 50-50 holiday obligations. <laughs> I see, yes. And so this year the, my sister's family isn't even coming back until late on Christmas Day. And my brother... I will be there um, for Christmas Eve. This is what I've been doing for a long time, ever since I had little nieces and nephews. It's like I'll spend Christmas morning with them and then take the train to Seattle. 
And it's, for me, the perfect balance of um, excitement to watch kids open presents Mm -hmm. and a chance to say, okay, I got to go now. (laughs) And I I get, you know, I get the fun of it without having the kind of Christmas morning toy hangover. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Or the hangover that you get from kids playing with the toys. Uh, yeah, so that's that I have been doing for quite a while now, and I, I always look forward to the train. Anyway, I'm a big fan of trains, and a train trip is a present to me, no matter what. And then um, in S- Seattle, we have we do stockings there, which we never did in my family. I think because we didn't have a chimney, because we grew up in Florida, like there was nowhere to hang the stockings. <laughs> But uh, we have some little presents like that. So I've bought some little things for them, you know, because I have these little stockings for them. And um, I usually give everybody some kind of little tech gadget um, that has been useful to me that they, you know, as non-techie people wouldn't find out about. Mm -hmm. And that's always a big hit and usually something inexpensive. So I got these this year. These little um, uh, USB ports, you know, for plugging into your car, um, are really. It's a really good one. Uh, the Skosh uh, that has two USB slots and it charges really f- fast. Um, you know, your phone or two phones, and I use it in my car to keep my phone charged when I'm driving for Lyft, and it's great. So, and it's little. I like that, you know, and it's about ten bucks and. It's not the cost of it. It's the um, the fact that I know they they need one, even though they don't know mm-hmm. it yet. <laughs> uh, so that part is kind of fun. But mainly, what we do is we try to go to as many movies in the theater that we can go to um, because it's fun and and it's fun to go to the movies during the day for a change. Oh yeah, that's I tend to go to the movies during the day. But um, excellent. Well, it sounds like we both have uh, some fun holiday plans. Mm-hmm. And um, do you have anything else to pull out of the holiday gift bag? <laughs> well, my gift to you, James, is that you don't have to remind me anymore to go turn in my passport uh, application because I did it this week. Oh, hooray. That's fantastic. <laughs> so I... Uh, in fact, no one was there. So I went to the passport agent's office at our county um, government office. They they will accept passports there. And I really just wanted to do something besides dropping it in the mail. I wanted a person to take it and mm-hmm. make sure everything was okay. And, and sure enough, that's what she did. And, um, and it, then I was done with it. And that you know of course i will let you know when the passport the new passport gets here um but i'm yeah i, I feel good about that that was an important item on my to-do list <laughs> absolutely and um yeah it's it's one that renewed my passport is on your your list of 2018 things of things accomplished so yes, that's good yes that's right um, and also, I mean, of course, 
I was like, I wish I had renewed it before it had expired um, so that I wouldn't have been stressing about it. And also because I was stressing about it, I paid some of the extra fees to have it um, process more quickly because I just, I just want it to be done. So I put a reminder in my calendar for 2028 to (laughs) renew my passport again, something I did not do the last time I, I renewed my passport. So in my mind, like I said, I had the wrong date anyway in when it expired. And if mm-hmm. I had put it in my calendar, I would have known. And I think there's pretty much no reason to not put it in that electronic calendar. It certainly has enough pages to go to 2028. <laughs> yeah. And I did, inspired by you, um, I had to get my passport out to uh, to put the number in when I booked the travel to go to speak at Dot Swift in Paris. Mm-hmm. And while I had it out, I went into uh, – I did it as a recurring reminder in OmniFocus. Um, but, yeah, I put in a reminder to renew my passport in 2026. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, I did it – I think I said it for about seven months before the expiration date. Yeah. Um. So that way I have a little time to get all, I'll need a new photo, I'm assuming, and what yes. have you. Um, might, maybe I'll still have some hair. <laughs> Hard to say at this oh, point. Oh, I know. I, had to, I think the hair thing is one of the funniest things about the passport, um, especially now that I'm at the age where um, I have gray hair that I'm not coloring, but I'm not somebody who, you would look at me and say, oh, she's got gray hair. You know, she's gray. You know, she's, but I'm not what I used to be, which was more like, you know, brown hair. Now, so I put it down blonde, and there's actually only like eight choices that you can choose. And I thought, what do they do with the purple hair colored people? You know, what will they do if I color my hair again and decide to go back to having some dark color instead of trying to be a natural, you know, gray? And I don't know. I, it seems like it's not a very, um, it's not it's not the best uh, indicator of who a person actually is. Yes, considering hair color, you can dye it. Just it's easy to do. Yeah. Um yeah. Well, I'm glad that your passport is on route. Neither of us will forget to renew our passports in the far future. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh, I'm so glad you got that done. That's that's great. <laughs> Thank you um, for for uh holding that um to do, you know, for me that that I would not. I knew I would not forget it, and it would not slide because I could not face telling you that I hadn't done it. <laughs> and and now I can take the reminder to remind you off of my yeah <laughs> off of my to dos. <laughs> right. Um, the meta. The meta to do. And yes, and and now you are entitled to at least one. You know. Uh, reminder for me for something that you need reminding for that you wouldn't mind a backup so feel free to use that that. in the future anytime i will i will 
keep that in mind. Um, well, have you anything else uh, to pull out of the grab bag before we? <laughs> uh, I think the grab bag, except for like, it seems like there's a few like uh, Reese's peanut butter cups in here and some candy canes. There's <laughs> nothing left to share with the audience. And a really old looking peppermint that's stuck oh. to the bottom of the bag. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, um, that will conclude this episode of the weekly review. It's time to wrap up so we can both, we can all get back to getting things done and hopefully enjoying our holiday season. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog, we're at the weekly review and on Twitter at weeklyreviewfm. It would be great if you'd rate us or review the podcast. It helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and we just love hearing from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you Oh